Hello again, friends. Time to crank up Bartow Sports Zone and get you in the zone. Good morning, everyone. Charles Wilson here, along with members of the Bartow Sports Zone bench warmers. Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studios and Jackson Hyde on the Zoom connection. We also expect to hear from some other BSZ bench warmers this morning. Our guest lineup today includes Burt Jackson, head coach of the Cass Lady Colonels basketball team, and Connor Foster, who is the head coach of the Cartersville Hurricanes. They get ready to take on the Coffee Trojans tonight in the GHSA Class 5A semifinals. We'll discuss tonight's playoff semifinal game and then discuss some college football conference championship games later on in the program. We'll try to figure out who's going to make it into this year's college football playoffs. So we hope you'll stick around for the next couple of hours. We're glad you have joined us and remind you that you can always find us online at BartosportZone.com. That's where you get your daily dose of local sports news and updates. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. And our free podcast downloads are available wherever you download your podcast. Just search for Bartow Sports Zone Podcast. We're brought to you by Day Chevrolet, Sidelines Grill, All-Star Roofing, Elite Stone Supply, Zach Pritchard Injury Firm, Kelly's Pet Grooming, Asher Realty, Three-Way Campers, Karen Ayers, Realtor with Atlanta Communities, Hydro Pro Wash, Oak Valley Designs, Iworks of Cartersville, Latitude Blue, Schottenkirk Honda, Rooks Roofing and Exteriors, Derek Strange of Edward Jones Investments, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Styles Auto Care, and Blackstone Realty. Well, let's get today's show started and welcome in our opening guest of the morning, Coach Burt Jackson, head basketball coach of the Cass Lady Colonels. Good morning, Coach. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Thank you for being here and giving us uh, part of your day. Uh, we welcome you back to the zone and Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF. I'll also have my two uh, BSZ bench warmers chime <coughs> in here. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, everybody. Glad to have you here. And Jackson Hyde on the Zoom connection. Good morning. Good morning, Coach Jackson. Thanks for joining us. Yes, sir. Good morning. Coach, how have you been? Uh, how's the family? And catch us up a little bit on how things are going for you since our last visit. Uh, just, you know, wide open right now, busy. Uh, you know, I think the first month of the season and obviously the last month of the season are the toughest. And, uh, um, you know, just, again, just wide open and, and trying to get into a rhythm. It just, uh, you know, first first month of the season, you're putting a lot of fires out. Coach, on our first visit each year, we like to have you tell us a little bit about your coaching staff. And we know as a, a, a former coach myself, uh, it's just impossible to get things done all alone. Tell us who's assisting you with the Lady Colonels this season. Uh, once again, Whitney Harris uh, is uh, – she's my assistant coach and also coaches our JV uh, – you know, she is, um, her father was Eric Harris, uh, you know, a uh, longtime coach uh, at Cass High School, and now she's wanting to follow in his footsteps, and I think she's going to be a great one, and uh, there's no way that we could uh, do what we do without Whitney Harris. She played a couple years at Tacoa Falls, so she definitely uh, brings a lot of knowledge to the program, 
uh, and keeps me in line too, by the way. And then also Alexis Cott, uh, she's helping us again this year. She played uh, at Woodland uh, and then four years at Lenore Ryan. Again, she brings a lot of credibility to the program. Some of our girls, you know, are, you know, have a chance to play a little college ball and, and she can bring a little knowledge to them about what that's about. Uh, and then uh, Liz Myers, she used to play for Cass uh, back in the day. Uh, she just is uh, really intense and, and uh, you know, holds the girls accountable uh, in terms of especially defensively. So I feel like i got a really good coaching staff. Truth, truthfully, I feel blessed to have them. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, that's an experienced group. Uh, lots of different experiences that they bring uh, for your roster each and every year. Coach, this year's team, uh, we'll get to uh, some of the early games that you've played uh, in just a little bit, but this year's team, uh, talk a little bit about the growth and development from the end of last season uh, and any new additions uh, to this year's roster. We'll go into detail on the roster a little bit later on after the break, but uh, tell us about any new faces that you may have this year. Well, yes, sir. You know, last year we uh, ended up 14 and 11, very young, didn't have much height. Uh, but I've got every single girl back except for one. Uh, and then we added uh, Tamara Fiani. She played for me as a freshman. Then her sophomore year, she thought, hey, I just want to do some club volleyball. I understood that. Um, but she came back and said, I'd like to play again. Well, she's about 5'10 and, and has an, an amazing vertical. Uh, she's obviously helped us with size and is really good on the boards. And defensively, she's really good. And then Zion Hayes. She played for me as a freshman and a sophomore, and then her junior year had to go down to Florida uh, with, you know, stay with some family, uh, and then she is back. And she's already been offered by Wesleyan, and so getting and Zion Hayes, she brings some physicality and size as well. So I've got everybody back off last year's team, and then you add Tamara Finney and Zion Hayes to the roster, and I believe we got a chance to be really, really good. I think we're under some people's radar this year. I really do. Uh, and, you know, we've started off doing pretty well this year. Well, we're looking forward to uh, tracking the Lady <coughs> Colonels throughout the season in the 23-24 campaign. Right now we're visiting with Coach Burt Jackson, the head coach of the Lady Colonels. We're up on our first time out of the morning here on Bartow Sports Zone. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about those early games that the Lady Colonels have played so far, and then we'll get into this year's roster. So please stick around. Let Kelly and her staff pamper your pet at Kelly's Pet Grooming. Hey, everybody, Alan Sanders here. You can depend on Kelly's Pet Grooming located on North Tennessee Street right here in Cartersville, where they've been keeping local dogs and cats and their owners happy for 30 years, right in Bartow. Let me tell you, as owner of many dogs over the years, there's nobody we've trusted more than Kelly. All grooming is appointment only, and standing appointments are available. Kelly also offers express grooming and walk-in nail clipping services for dogs and cats of all ages. Call Kelly at 770-382-9013. That's 770-382-9013. Making Cartersville beautiful one pet at a time. Storms come along in life. But when your home or commercial property has an all-star roof and gutters, you have an all-star defense. For free same-day inspections and estimates, call 770-655-0911. Visit allstarroofs.com or find All Star Roofing on Facebook. 
or Bartow County's only master elite roofer, call on All Star Roofing. Good morning and welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde and Alan Sanders on the Bartow Sports Zone side. And then we've got Bert Jackson, head coach of the Lady Colonels, on the phone line with us this morning. Coach Jackson, uh, the Lady Colonels started the year with a pair of one-sided road wins at Kennesaw Mountain in East Paulding. But this past Tuesday night in your home opener, you faced a, a much tougher opponent in the Rome Lady Wolves. Uh, what have the first three games this season helped you to identify as potential strengths and maybe some deficiencies for this year's team so far? Uh, right now, I just think it's just getting everybody, uh, you know, working together. Even when you do stuff in the fall, you know, we had three or four girls that played softball. So sometimes it feels like you're starting <laughs> over all the time. Um you know, in the fall, you, you, you do fall stuff, you're in a little fall league, but then boom, here come the girls off the softball team, and it's almost like you're just starting over and just gelling. But I tell you, one of our strengths, this may be one of the best defensive teams I've ever had. And then as far as offense goes, you know, I think that'll come the more we just gel and, and just the more we play together. But, um, you know, our games, that's what I've learned. I tell you, another one, we scrimmage Chattahoochee at Chattahoochee on the road. Ended up beating them by eight, and the reason I even say that is right now they're five and one. So I feel like I feel like we're really a pretty good team. Rome is always tough, always good. It's good competition. They're as athletic as any team you're going to see. And we're down three with about two minutes to go. I like we we were down thirteen at one point, <laughs> cut it to three with about two minutes to go. So I really like our fight. I like I like this team. I like our team chemistry, our heart. I feel like we're going to be. Hard to handle by January. We're visiting with Coach Burt Jackson of the Cass Lady Colonels. Their season just getting underway. Coach, you continue your non-region slate of games tonight at Lithia Springs. Who are some of the other non-region opponents that you have coming up in December before you start that Region 7-5A schedule that begins in January? Uh, well, again, we have Lithia Springs tonight, a, a 5A school that's usually pretty good. I think they're 2 and one right now, so that'll be a good, another good road test for us. And then we have Sonorville on Tuesday, and Sonorville, I re realize, is a little bit lower classification than us, but every year, Sonorville usually puts up 20 wins, and, you know, they're, they're well coached. they got the same coach they've had, I guess, probably for 15 years. They're always tough. Then we're in a, in a good many Christmas tournaments, uh, one of them in Carrollton. Then we go and play Paulding County uh, just in a non-region game in the middle of all those Christmas tournaments. And then after uh, we come back in January, obviously the grind starts. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Sandy Kyle Sandy had three teams in our region ranked in the top ten to begin the season. So, you know, hey, I'm hoping this schedule that we have will prepare us for the region. And, again, by then, I feel like we'll really be gelling. Defensively, man, we're we're really strong. This may be the best defensive team I've ever had, and that includes the 25-2 and two team that we had three years back. Jackson Hyde, jump in here with Coach Burt Jackson. Coach, you mentioned uh, how well defensively, how promising your team looks. Tell us about – 
couple of those players that's uh, going to going to nail that down for you. I'm assuming Zion Hayes being back is a big part of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She brings the physicality, does a good job of communicating as well, plays hard all the time, you know, picks up the other girls. If they make a mistake, always positive. Just what a leader she is, and it's a blessing to have her on the team. Tamara Fianni is uh, just a big-time post-presence uh uh, really good at blocking shots, rebounding, running the floor. Uh, you know, if it allows our guards to play a little tighter on the other team's guards. If they do get by our guards, there she is to kind of clean up the mess. She's so quick, she can react. Uh, and just, you know, if you're not a great shooting team, you're going to struggle to score on us. Um, even Rome. You know, I mean, Rome, usually, you know, they'll put up 60, 70 a game if you're not careful. I mean, again, it's... Do you love the way your home or business looks in Christmas lights, but like the expertise and equipment to get the job done right and safely? Hydro Pro Wash has the answer. We can design and install your decorative lights, maintain them throughout the season at no extra charge, and take them down at the start of the new year. For an exact quote today, call 678-764-3553, find Hydro Pro Wash on Facebook, or go to mychristmaslightspro.com. Olivia Wood, she was honorable mention all region last year. She can put up 12 to 20 on you in a hurry. She just has a knack for finding a way to score. Also, she competes, great defender. Um, Nevaeh Woods, uh, just a steady point guard, uh, steady two guard. Um, Kaylin Godwin's putting in a lot of work. She's a track star here at Cass, but she's developed into a pretty good basketball player. KK Evans, Katie Pias, both sophomores. Both of them are dangerous uh, in their own right. KK athletically, Katie Pias can shoot the three ball really well. Reese Howard. Reese is a very good three point shooter, a senior, brings leadership to the team. Dariana Sosa. Dariana Sosa is just a great softball player, but she's also a very good basketball player, can rebound, defend, shoot the three ball. Um, you know, I'm trying to make sure I don't miss anyone. but uh, <laughs> It's always um, tough, Coach. Yes, always it tough. Is, but it, it, it is, All and right. I, I just really I like this team a lot. Outstanding. Coach Bert Jackson, head coach of the Cass Lady Colonels. At Schottenkirk Honda of Cartersville on Main Street, we not only have all the new models like the Civic, Accord, Pilot, Passport, and CRV, but Schottenkirk also has the Electrified Insight, Accord Hybrid, and Clarity Plug-In. Schottenkirk has a large certified pre-owned inventory, and our award-winning staff can match your needs and budget with ease. We have the new Ridgeline Pickup and the Odyssey Minivan, too, so give us a shot at Schottenkirk Honda online at Honda of cartersville.com Good morning friends and welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone on a little rainy Friday morning. Glad to have you with us on Bartow Sports Zone. We want to thank Coach Burt Jackson of the Cass Lady Colonels for joining us in that opening half hour. Now we welcome in our next guest of the morning, the head football coach of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes, Coach Connor Foster. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, man. Thank you guys for having me. Yes, sir. Tonight at Weinman Stadium and live here on WBHF, the Canes square off with the top-ranked Coffee Trojans 
Uh, Coach, uh, again, thank you so much for giving us your time this morning in what has to be an extremely busy time uh, out on Church Street. Yeah, you know, it's a blessing to still be so busy, uh, you know, especially into the month of, of December. So uh, it's, it's certainly busy, but, um, you know, it's a joyous time as well. We appreciate you sharing that valuable time with us. Uh, Coach, you had a convincing state quarterfinal win last week over Jenkins, winning 35 to nothing. <laughs> last week, we uh, documented some of the early game stumbles, if you will, in your win over Eastside. But last week, none of that at all. Yeah, I thought our kids really responded well last week, um, you know, especially uh, the week of Thanksgiving, um, you know, when there's so many things that could go wrong, um, you know, with with having to spend uh, an entire day up here that Friday. I thought our kids handled it with great maturity. And, you know, I know a lot of programs worry about those days, but for us, it's it's some of our favorite days of the year. We get to spend so much time with the kids. We get to feed the, the kids three meals that day. and um, You know, it's just a great time together, and our, our kids really responded. Two early touchdown runs by Christian Lando, another touchdown in the first half on a run by Andrew Purdy. Meanwhile, your defense pretty much uh, shut down the Jenkins attack. <laughs> you had to be pleased uh, with that clean start. Yeah, I thought, you know, it was it was uh, definitely refreshing to, to jump out and play well early. Um, you know, we've done a great job all year of kind of weathering the storm early, but it was nice to go put the pressure on the opponent uh, early in the game. And, um, you know, I, I think some of it's just our team growing up and um, playing playing well at the right time. Your defense has really played well all year long. Uh, another shutout. Yeah, yeah, really proud of those guys. Young guys that came in and did a great job too. You know, and I, and I want to give credit to, um, you know, our scout group um, on both sides of the ball. That, that's a group that doesn't get talked about all season, but – um, you know, they did a great job getting us prepared for Jenkins running the wing tee. Um, you know, those young guys and even some older guys, we got some seniors that step in and help us every day as well as freshmen and sophomores and juniors. And that scout group did a tremendous job getting us ready both offensively and defensively. So thank you to that group. Your second half was uh, much uh, the same as the first last week. Another touchdown by Richard Houston, a touchdown pass from your quarterback, Nate Russell to Kendrick Price, uh, that rounded out the scoring uh, and your fifth shutout of the year. Uh, and that uh, comes in handy as you take on a, a, a really talented team that's coming in here that plays pretty good defense themselves. Yeah, you know, it's. Uh, I thought our defense played great last week. We're going to need them to, to play well again this week. And, um, you know, there's a lot of familiarity um, with coffee. Having played, this will be our third time in the last four years, I think. And, um, got tremendous respect for the program. Um, great athletes, you know they're a, they're a senior heavy team, you know. So they, I think they've got uh, seventeen or eighteen seniors uh, that are starting that are returning from last year. So they're experienced. They're playing really, really good football, and obviously we'll need to be at our best tonight. Well, coach, we did this last week here on Bartow Sports Zone. Got a little bit of weather that's in the area right now, so got that as a factor going into tonight. Uh, let's give you some time again to make your appeal to the fan base regarding their turnout and support tonight. You know, this will be our 12th home game. It's got to be some sort of record. Uh, our crowds have been tremendous. Uh, really, really blessed to play in Wyman Stadium again. And, you know, I would just tell the community, just like I told our seniors on Monday, you know, if, 
if I told you before the season started we had a chance to play in the semifinals in Wyoming Stadium, you wouldn't ask me if it was raining or cold or hot or if it was if it was snowing. You 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 take your chances and for a chance to go play, you know, in the state championship game. So I think our crowd will respond the the same way. They love these boys and these boys love them and uh, they're they're gonna pour their guts out tonight for this community. So I know our community will respond. I hope they're there early and hope they're there loud because we, we need a big home field advantage tonight. Coach, I know uh, that following social media, I've noticed they've they've shut down school in Coffee County today. And uh, uh, Jackson and I doing the game down there last week, we noticed that uh, they might have been a little late arriving, but they they brought uh, a, a huge crowd in what is a pretty big stadium down there. Yeah, they've always traveled well. I anticipate Coffee to be, uh, you know, to pack out their side. So, like I said, we'll, we'll need. Our side to be crowded early and be loud, just like they've been all year. They've been great all year. And I know coffee, and, and they rightfully so. They should travel well. they got a tremendous team. And I don't pay attention to, to, you know, those kind of things about did they travel early, not travel early, did they shut down school. None of that stuff is, is going to have an impact on how we play tonight. So that's that's been our focus has been our team, preparing our team to execute at a high level. He's Coach Connor Foster, head coach of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. A couple of unbeaten teams take on one another tonight at Wyman Stadium in the Class 5A semifinals, and we'll have it all for you here on WBHF. Pre-game coverage starting at 6, kickoff at 7.30. We'll be back with more from Coach Foster. Hey, Frankie Johnson here from Styles Auto Care. And just passing through on the retirement trail. Mac McKenzie. Hey, Mac, it's been a while. What y'all been up to? Just passing through, pulling the camper. The truck started spitting and sputtering. The check engine light came on, and she almost didn't come to a stop at the light. Oh, no. No problem. Scheduled an appointment with your guys at the Napa Auto Care Center. Tune-up, oil change, brake job, good as new. Your folks are great and always friendly to do business with. Prices are very reasonable, too. Wow, thanks, Mac. And just remember, at Styles Auto Care, we, we can, can do, do almost anything to your vehicle except sell it. Whether you're a fan of the Hurricanes, Colonels, Wildcats, or Tigers, Sidelines Grill in Cartersville is the perfect spot to get your team ready with a meal before the game or enjoy a post-game celebration. Wear your team colors to Sidelines Grill on Fridays this season and receive a free queso appetizer with the purchase of any two entrees. With the best wings in town, burgers, steaks, salads, pasta, and Alpine Bakery desserts, it's Sidelines Grill where you'll find great food, good times, and all the games. Welcome back, everybody. Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde on the Zoom Connection. Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studios. And we have Coach Connor Foster on the line with us this morning. The Canes take on the Coffee Trojans, 13-0, a state playoff regular for 19 of the last 25 years. They've been ranked number one for the first time in school history. Uh, They have a strong fan following that we've talked about a little bit. Uh, Canceled school today. We mentioned... uh, uh, the Canes have had five shutouts this season, but the Trojans have had six shutouts during the 23 season. Uh, they've not allowed more than 14 points in a game all year. Uh, Coach Foster, this kind of shapes up to be a real slobber knocker. Yeah. Um, you know, I think both teams are, are pretty comfortable um, with with the style of football that, that each other plays. And, you know, I think both teams, um, you know, are – 
are patient offensively. Um, you know, I think both teams do a good job of compliment, playing complementary football uh, offensively and defensively as well as special teams. So, um, you know, they, they're as good a defense as we've played all year, the best defense we've played all year. And, um, you know, we'll have to execute at a high level. And when opportunities are there, we'll have to execute and, and hit our shots. Well, let's talk about the Trojans just a little bit. Uh, they've ridden their defense and their running game behind their fire plug of a running back, Fred Brown, all season. He leads the state, at least in Class 5A, in rushing yardage this year. Your defense has been phenomenal again all season, too. Uh, tell us how you would compare and contrast the Canes' defensive approach with the defense of the Coffee Trojans. Very similar. Um, you know, when you cut the film on, I, I think you see um, two defenses that are, you know, kind of go back and forth between a 3-4 and a 3-3 stack and, um, you know, try not to let offenses uh, get comfortable. They, they mix their looks up and, um, you know, they're really athletic up front um, and really physical and aggressive. Um, they, they can really fly to the football. They really pursue the football. Um, both teams um, do, do a great job of rallying to the football and, trying to limit big plays. But, uh, again, I think you'll see two very similar defenses. Neither defense is, you know, just huge, um, but a lot of good athletes on the field, a lot of speed on the field, and, and guys that are hunting the football. Coach, I know uh, Jackson and I did the game down at Coffee last week as they uh, took care of Cass. Uh, do you expect to see as much man coverage out of the Trojan secretary as they, uh, secondary as they threw at uh, Cass last week? Yeah, that's who they are. Uh, and they, they do a great job with it. They, they mix in, uh, you know, um, cover zero and, and play some man free, um, you know, and they got the athletes to do it to their credit, you know. So, um, you know, we'll have to be creative offensively and, um, you know, have to try to throw some different looks at them. Um, but we'll have to be patient in the run game. I think, you know, that's, that's the big thing um, tonight is um, just just stay patient. You know, there's going to be some times when they get us, and that's okay. We'll regroup and, and make some adjustments and try to stay patient. And like I said, hopefully we can catch their eyes wandering at some point and be able to hit some big shots. Jackson, jump in here. <clears throat> Coach, uh, the Colonels had some success last week with the, the read option with the quarterback, some success on the quarterback runs. Is that something you feel like you'll you'll see a lot out of your offense tonight? Yeah, we'll see. You know, I, obviously, um, you know, Brody's a, a tremendous athlete and, and does a great job there and, and, uh, of reading it. And, you know, he got us a couple times uh, earlier in this season. So, um, you know, it's been there for, for Nate. Nate's done a good job of, of um, you know, not not having a big volume of runs, but but making his runs count. You know, he had some huge first down plays for us uh, last week against Jenkins that kept some some series alive. And then, um, Andrew coming in and, and kind of giving us a spark there offensively. So, um, you know, playing both guys is kind of giving us a spark down the stretch, and we anticipate doing both, uh, both using both tonight. The Actually, uh, go ahead. I was just one follow up question. Uh, I would agree with your 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 uh, comment that they're very similar to you defensively. Offensively, is there anybody that you played, say, in the region of Dalton or Hiram that would be, you could compare them to? <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, they, they're just so physical, and that running back is, is different. I can't compare him to anybody. He's probably 230 pounds. Um, and I'll tell you this, he, he's, a, he's a tremendous athlete. I think probably underrated um, athlete. Everybody just thinks he's a bowling ball, but his feet are tremendous. Um, he makes little little cuts in the hole that people just don't square him up. Um, so 
No, we haven't seen anybody like them offensively, but, uh, you know, we, we'll just see if we can't get it figured out as the game goes on. Coach, I, I was going to say, I believe he's on the heavy side of the 200 pounds that they list him, and he, he's really got some burst. But uh, real quick, before we run out of time, talk about the Hansley brothers, the quarterback and the change-up running back they throw at you. Man, both great athletes. I think the quarterback run game has been uh, good to them. You know, they run enough option to hold you accountable there. And, you know, he scrambled and kept some plays alive as well. And then, you know, his brother brings him a big spark there offensively with some fresh legs, similar to how we've used our running back. So, again, two very similar teams tonight. Coach, good luck tonight. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Go Kings. That's Coach Connor Foster, head coach of the Purple Hurricanes. We'll have the game for you tonight, beginning with pregame coverage at 6 p.m. This is Carsville's own personal injury attorney, Zach Pritchard. Football season is an exciting time, but if a car, truck, or motorcycle wreck has tackled you behind the line, call us today and hand off that stress to us. We make sure your injuries are treated so that you can get back in the game and continue crossing those goal lines. Don't let insurance companies rush you with their tricks and tactics. With Pritchard Injury Firm's protection, you'll never come out of the pocket. So call me today, 470-420-4200, or Google us at PritchardInjuryFirm.com. To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goals. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Varto Sports Zone. We thank you for joining us here on WBHF in Cartersville. We want to thank our guest from the opening hour, Coach Burt Jackson of the Cass Lady Colonels and Coach Connor Foster from the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. We wish the Canes lots of luck tonight as they take on the Coffee Trojans. We'll have the game for you here beginning with pregame coverage at 6 p.m. kickoff at 7.30 for the Trojans and the Purple Hurricanes. Sparto Sports Sun, brought to you each Friday morning by Zach Pritchard Injury Firm, Kelly's Pet Grooming, Asher Realty, Three-Way Campers, Karen Ayers, Realtor with Atlanta Communities, Day Chevrolet, Sidelines Grill, All-Star Roofing, Elite Stone Supply, Blackstone Realty, Styles Auto Care, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Derek Strange of Edward Jones Investments, Rooks Roofing and Exteriors, Schottenkirk Honda, Latitude Blue, Iworks of Cartersville, Oak Valley Designs, and Hydro Pro Wash. Uh, next week, with the uh, Canes win again, we'll visit with Coach Connor Foster again before the state championship game at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. We'll also have uh, visits with Charisma Boykin, the Lady Canes basketball coach, and Evan Black, the new boys basketball coach at Excel Christian Academy. So we hope you'll Tune in again next week for Bartow Sports Zone. We're brought to you in part by Oak Valley Designs, your source for luxury stair coverings with sewn-in padding available in shapes, colors, and a variety of carpet styles to best fit your taste. Check out oakvalleydesigns.com to begin your shopping experience right away. 
or give them a call at 706-331-0315. They're also open to the public right here in Cartersville at 30 River Court. That's just off West Avenue as you head out toward the airport. Update your stair coverings today. Check out Oak Valley Designs Stair Covering. Well, let's uh, jump in here now and uh, take a little deeper look if you will, at tonight's state semifinal games in Class 5A. Uh, Jackson, the number one coffee Trojans at Wyman Stadium tonight to take on the unbeaten Purple Hurricanes, who some of the polls have ranked at number one. Uh, both teams 13-0. and The winner moves on to the state championship game at Mercedes-Benz. It'll be on Wednesday, December the 13th at 4 p.m., uh, Coffee has never won a state title. Cartersville has a state leading 126 victories during the past 10 seasons. Uh, they just moved past Buford last week with that number. These two teams are meeting in the state playoffs for the third time since 2020 with Cartersville winning the first two matchups. Tell us a little bit about what you see taking a look at this game tonight. Uh Charles, I think it's going to be a battle. I think it's going to be a, a slugfest. Uh, two really good running offenses. Uh, Cartersville has a has a little bit more variety in their running back load. They 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 spread it out a little bit more than Cartersville does as far as the carries. Uh, but Coffee's got the guy. Fred Brown is going to be a, a a tough nut to crack tonight for Cartersville. But if they can keep him contained, I I've been talking to friends all week and. I think the first one to 21 points wins the ball game. I think it's going to be that close. Yeah, that's uh, interesting that you made that comment. I actually had that jotted down here to ask you, was it the first team to get to 20? Uh, two great defenses, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Both well coached. Uh, you know, No holes on either defense. They're uh, very similar in look, very similar in formation, very similar in how they play. 11 hats to the ball. We got to Charles, you and I got to witness that coffee defense last week. And they were kind of a bend but don't break kind of defense last week. We the 20s, gas burners were able to move the ball, but coffee was able to shut things down when it got down into the red area. So uh, I, I expect a, a similar type game uh, offensively and defensively by uh, coffee tonight. But I think Carswell uh, has a chance to finish some drives. And if they don't turn the ball over again, I think turnovers will be a key. I know the weather's going to be a factor. You know, if either team gets a short field, it could be the difference. Two impressive rushing attacks that you talked about, but two big, formidable offensive and defensive lines too, Jackson. Yes, uh, both well coached. Both, you know, neither neither team is going to be intimidated. There's no intimidation factor. I don't think either team is going to be scared of the other team. Uh, obviously, Coffee's traveling, so it's a long way. Uh, a little bit different environment there in Cartersville than probably some of the places they've seen in South Georgia, but it's, uh, I expect uh, uh, both teams to be composed and ready to go. You touched on it briefly, but uh, what do you see as the deciding factors tonight? Uh, a, a short field. Uh, Coffee took advantage of those last week. Uh, if, if they turn, Cartersville turns it over deep in their own territory, that could be a factor. Let's flip that coin to the other side and the same thing. Coffee puts it on the ground early, gives Cartersville a short field, and they're able to get a lead. Uh, I think both teams play very well with the lead. Cartersville has had some moments where they've come out slow, but were able to recover. Calhoun is a good example. I don't know if you get down to 17 to Coffee, 
if you can recover because they're going to just pound it with Freddie Brown and shoot clock. So uh, it'll be interesting to watch. We'll take a look at the other semifinal when we come back. That'll be Creekside and Jefferson. We'll be back. Storms come along in life. But when your home or commercial property has an all-star roof and gutters, you have an all-star defense. For free same-day inspections and estimates, call 770-655-0911. Visit allstarroofs.com or find All-Star Roofing on Facebook. For Bartow County's only master elite roofer, call on All-Star Roofing. Hi, this is Ivy Jordan. My husband Trey and I invite you to visit us at Latitude Blue under the Church Street Bridge in Cartersville. We are a unique custom designed pool builder offering Pebble Tech and Imagine Pools. Latitude Blue has a service department that can service and maintain your swimming pool and spa. We also have a full service retail store stocked with products to increase your outdoor fun. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Latitude Blue, bringing families together one backyard at a time. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. We've kicked around the Cartersville game tonight as they take on the Coffee Trojans. We've talked about it quite a bit, but uh, quickly we want to jump over to the other semifinal tonight. The winner of the Cartersville Coffee game will get the winner of the Jefferson Creekside game. That game is being played at Creekside High School. Jefferson 13-0 on the year, Creekside 12-1. Uh, Jackson, let's talk about this one just a little bit. Creekside has senior running back uh, McCrary, I think is his last name, with over 1,800 yards rushing and a dozen touchdowns. Uh, Plus, they've got the quarterback that's thrown it for over 2,200 yards and 37 touchdowns. They're just pretty much a scoring machine putting up 40 points per game. Yes, they are. We were able to watch them uh, in the Porky Kale Classic against Kennesaw Mountain. Uh, first first game of the season, uh, just athletes everywhere. Um, kind of looks like backyard football sometimes. Looks like they draw it up on the sideline and go out there and run it. But they're uh, very proficient, very athletic. And then the other side of that game is, is Jefferson. Of course, they're led by all-world number one player in the nation by some folks. Count Sammy Brown, linebacker, running back. Um, we're able to see them last year in the playoffs. Cass able to knock them out in the first round last year. I'm kind of surprised that they're still there. I was thinking that Hiram would, would be able to – I thought it would be Hiram and Creekside on that side of the bracket. And uh, the fact that Jefferson was able to take out Hiram, that's going to be a good ball game as well. I don't think either team has a huge advantage. Um, the fact that it's at Creekside and uh, don't know how Jefferson can respond athletically to the number of athletes Creekside is going to throw at them. So I see it being a close game, but I like Creekside Yes, Sammy Brown, the Clemson commit. Uh, you mentioned him as a linebacker and a running back. He's one of the top players in the country. Uh, over 2,100 yards rushing, 35 touchdowns this season. Uh, he's also the Dragons' leading tackler with 141 tackles, two interceptions, and he's blocked three punts during the season. Uh, we got to see him last year in the first round of the state playoffs when we did that game where Cass was able to knock them off uh, Wow, what a what a matchup this could be. And Jackson, 
All of the projections are saying this is the closest game of all the state semifinals in any classification this week. Yeah, and I just the athletic a, a bit edge, if you will. There's a few more athletes on that uh, sideline. Jackson's uh, connection there breaking up just a little bit, but uh, that is one of the tighter matchups. Uh, in the entire state. And of course, they're all tight at this juncture uh, as we move deeper into the state playoffs with the final four in each classification tonight. I want to welcome in David Coleman, another of our BSZ bench warmers this morning. Good morning, David. Good morning. Glad to have you here. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons, let's talk just a second or two about them. The first place Atlanta Falcons. Uh, they're currently leading the NFC South. Uh, the remaining schedule is one of the easiest of all the playoff contenders, but here's what I'm going to throw out there. And uh, Alan, I'll jump over to you as well, but uh, with a five and six record, here's my question. If you make the playoffs as the division champion, you're likely to get Dallas or somebody like that in the first playoff game. And then next year you get a division champion schedule, which is going to be a much tougher schedule and instead of a top 10 spot in the draft order, you're going to slide way down into the 20s or so in the draft order by winning the division this year. I'm not suggesting tanking, but do the Falcons fans really want a playoff spot this year with this team? I'll go to you first, Alan. I said this earlier in the week, the Falcons are going to Falcon. I mean, they can't get out of their own way. So if the worst possible scenario for them in the future is to become the champion out of the NFC South, that's probably what's going to happen with a losing record, and we just get to kick back and watch them just completely burn down the down the road. David, uh, the Falcons fans out there, you think they want a division champion? Is it just a chance to taste the playoffs again? Yeah, you know, as bad as they draft, I really don't think it matters where they land in the draft <laughs> stuff. But, Good point. Uh, the uh, that so nineteen sixty amazing amount of ineptitude. I it's it's almost unparalleled. Um, they finally have a very good defense, uh, and maybe the worst uh, offensive set. In the NFL, I mean, it's pathetic. I don't know what you say about it. I guess better to have you have something to hang in the rafters than to get the draft pick that you'll blow. Jackson, are you back with us? I, th I think I'm with you, and I kind of agree with both Alan and, and Dave there. There, uh, probably no chance in the playoffs, but uh, you know this this game this weekend is going to be fairly indicative of, of how good their defense is and how bad their offense is. I think. I don't know, 14 points could win this ball game at New York Saturday Sunday. Yeah, the Falcons taking on the Jets uh, this weekend, and we've been seeing uh, bits and pieces of Aaron Rodgers uh, back out of uh, back out on the practice field, at least day before yesterday. I know he wasn't out there yesterday, but uh, they're looking at him trying to make a return for the Jets, but it, uh, it will not be against the Falcons uh, at least at this point of the season. One other tidbit I wanted to touch on uh, before we go to the news break at the bottom of the hour, uh, NFL Rookie Watch said on X on Thursday that UGA uh, quarterback Carson Beck, uh, the, 
the school and the quarterback are in talks to negotiate an NIL incentive for him to stay out of the draft for another year and return to the Bulldogs in 2024. The potential deal is reportedly worth well over a million dollars. Did you ever think you would see that day in college football, Dave? Um, no, but it, it, yes, no. I mean, it needed to be done. Um, I'm not sure the structure is where everybody wants it, but uh, yeah, these guys need to get paid. You know, one injury, this is a chance for them to earn money, and, and uh, one injury can derail that future that everybody dangles. They care, they dangle, and, and uh, I think I think it's well earned. These guys, most of them are going to be carrying whatever injuries they got in college for the rest of their lives. I know I'm carrying a couple, so um, they need to get paid. The example that's out there already, Caleb Williams with USC was reportedly paid near nearly $4 million to play his final two years at USC. So either way, looks like Beck is going to make some bucks in 2024. We'll take a news break and be back with more of Barto Sports Zone on the other side. Please stay with us. Hey, football fans, this is Sean, owner of St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. Are you ready for some touchdown-worthy treats during football season? Well, we've got something special just for you. Swing by St. Angelo's and enjoy our great pizza, famous wings, and local bar. Perfect for cheering on your favorite teams. And that's not all. Our famous $9.99 Pizza of the Month promotion is still going strong, giving you a delicious surprise every month. So don't miss out. Visit us at stangelos.com to find our menu and order online. Catch all the football action with St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. See you soon, and go team! Know what time it is? It's model year-end clearance time at Day Chevrolet in Ackworth. And that means you can save over $10,000 off a new 2023 Chevy Silverado 1500. Oh, yeah, that's real. 10,000 clams. So the way I see it, you've got a choice to make. Get to Day Chevrolet in Ackworth right now while the selection is great. Or wait too long and... Run out of time. Save $10,000 off a new Silverado today. Find new roads online at DaveChevrolet.com. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Uh, Stay safe out there. A little moisture on the roadways this morning. And we want everybody to take take it nice and easy and take care out there as you're moving around and about on this Friday morning. Charles Wilson back here with you, along with David Coleman, Jackson Hyde, and Alan Sanders as we bring you Bartow Sports Zone each and every Friday morning, 7.10 until 9 a.m. We're talking a little college football in this segment and uh, as we get ready for the biggest weekend of the year in college football, uh, we start uh, that with Everything tonight, there's a couple of conference championship games coming up this evening and then a full slate of games tomorrow to determine some conference championships out there. But before we get to all of that, I still want to talk about the uh, playoff committee and what they are trying to figure out as we are on the outside watching them work. Uh, we still really don't know what this playoff committee values the most. Uh, we don't know if it's the strength of their wins, the strength of losses that they have. Uh, but I want to talk to our group of BSZ bench warmers about what it should be. Is it the perceived best teams, regardless of their record? How much weight does a conference championship carry as you 
decide who the top four are? Is it the most deserving? Is it never been there before? Is it geographic balance? Is it the fan base, the TV ratings? I'll turn to you first, David. Uh, what should it be? Well, based on last year, it's not really about conference championship because, uh, you know, uh, Georgia played a non-conference winner for the national championship last year. Their creed is to pull the four best teams out of the entire pool and put them in the playoff. That's why they built this thing. That's why they went, went against the previous model. That's their creed. Will they do it? How are politics involved? Are the TV uh, people controlling what they think? Who knows? Jackson, jump in here with your opinion. What what should be the most valued by the playoff committee? It should be the the four best teams, and I think it's like they mentioned, it's that's their goal. That's what they're there to do. Uh, but again, we're talking about a, the that committee is comprised of uh, athletic directors. Uh, you know, former business people, people involved in college football that obviously have alliances and have uh, leanings toward a certain conference or a certain geographical area. So it's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting uh, committee meeting. There's no question about that. A lot of variables still in place. Obviously, some of the decisions will be made for them by the play this weekend. But uh, it's going to be going to be interesting to watch. Alan, one of the things I've learned in recent days is that each of the power five conferences, they get to send in representatives to present the strengths of their particular teams at those uh, committee meetings. Yeah. And here, here's the thing. Uh, everyone's going to petition. Everyone's going to make their argument why they deserve to be there, why their record shows they should be there. I'm going to, I'm going to take it on the other side. I'm going to say to the CFP, if you guys are worthwhile, if you want to continue to have any legitimacy, how in the world would you take, let's say, a Georgia who you've ranked number two initially and then moved them to number one? They've been one all season long in the regular polling, won the last three weeks in a row with you guys. How would you dare knock them out of the top four? Because then what you're saying is we were wrong the whole time saying that Georgia was one of the best teams in the country. David, one of the things that uh, you and I have already talked about off the air, but uh, we've heard it all week long with a lot of the national programs that are out there, uh, the talk shows and what have you, the national pundits that are out there, there's a heavy uh, dose of anti-SEC sentiment that's out there right now. No question. I mean, the media is a Northeastern media for the most part, still is, always has been. And uh, that's why Notre Dame's got 300 national championships, right, every year. And they showed up and played a game. They gave them a national championship trophy. But it's, uh, yeah, there's a huge, in my opinion, uh, desire to have the SEC not be in. Because when they go to 12, you're going to have two SEC teams in all the time. And they're just going to stack up national titles. And uh, there, there might be a little bit, if we don't get them this year, we might not get them at all kind of thing going on who knows jackson is it going to be easier next year with 12 teams obviously the top four will be easier to determine i mean we'll have this same argument but it'll be about who deserves that 12th spot over the the 13th and 14th 15th top uh slotted team so the, the argument won't be as intense um but there'll still be still be some argument but i think i think 12 
obviously gets the four best in. I mean, we all of us are college football people. We really don't know who the best four are. Uh, but getting 12 in there, you probably get the four best in there at some position. Alan, jump in here. You can take us to this break. Yeah, uh, I think that once we move to 12, um, it's going to make it a lot easier. In fact, right now, we wouldn't even be having this worry about the chaos going into the championships because all the teams we're talking about are already going to be in there next year. Take a break and be back. With agents Holly Carpenter, Pete Poston, Carolyn Brown, broker Ashton Willingham, and owner Calvin Evans, Blackstone Realty Group is your full-service real estate team for all of Northwest Georgia. Providing attentive service for buyers, sellers, and investors on a wide range of real estate needs for all types of property and price ranges. Call Blackstone today to find or sell that special home, rental, or commercial property. Blackstone Realty Group, 770-382-6202 and online. Line at blackstonerealty.net. Rooks Roofing and Exteriors is your answer for all types of services for your home or commercial property. With free inspections and roof insurance claim assistance, Rooks Roofing is a GAF certified contractor completing repairs, storm damage, restoration, and full roof replacements. Rooks Roofing also offers gutter repair and installation along with many other exterior repair services. Call 678-249-7549 or visit rooksroofing.com. Rooks Roofing, where the proof is in the roof. Welcome back to the home stretch of Bartow Sports Zone for this rainy Friday morning. We're talking a little college football that the conference championship weekend begins tonight. Uh, very quickly, looking at uh, those games. New Mexico State playing at number 24, Liberty tonight. Liberty undefeated on the year. That'll be a 7 p.m. kickoff. Uh, Number 24, Liberty trails only Tulane as the top-ranked group of five team going into the Flames' first year in Conference USA. And, of course, that's an important position because they get a New Year's Six Bowl game, uh, the highest-ranked group of five teams. So, uh, that has some implications tonight. The game with true playoff implications and is probably a play-in <laughs> game is number five, Oregon, at uh, taking on number three, Washington. That's the Pac-12 title game. Uh, it looks like, uh, Jackson, the, pl- the playoff committee has kind of locked in the Pac-12 champion. Yeah, no, no doubt. Uh, and deservedly so, in my opinion, between those two teams. I think uh, that first game came down to a field goal, high-scoring uh, field goal game that Washington was able to pull out. And I see the winner of that game obviously being in. Uh, no question about that. Uh, and, and deservedly so. And I'm, I'm, it was a nine-point favorite in Oregon. I'm, I'm kind of leaning Washington in that game again. They just seem to be able to find a way to win with that quarterback. Yeah, they kind of uh, – you can expect that one to be high scoring, you would think, and uh, back and forth, up and down the field tonight. Tomorrow you've got uh, the MAC championship. That's Miami of Ohio and Toledo. you got the Mountain West title game, Boise State and UNLV, the American Conference, SMU, and that number 22-ranked Tulane team that we talked about. The Sun Belt has App State and Troy. Uh, but then the playoff implication games – Tomorrow, starting at noon, you've got number 18, Oklahoma State, at number seven, Texas. That's the Big 12 championship game. Texas probably has to win to be considered, and the Pokes are just trying to play a spoiler, David. 
Yeah, but uh, it's going to be this best time of year to watch college football. There's no question. Georgia and Alabama is the four o'clock matchup. Number one, Georgia. Number eight, Alabama. It's at Mercedes-Benz Stadium <laughs> in Atlanta. Georgia wins and they're in. We know that. But, uh, Alan, I'll jump over to you. Is Alabama in with a win? No number eight team has ever jumped all the way to the top four. This goes back to my comment before the break. I mean, either you're weighting teams appropriately and you're gonna and you want legitimacy for the the polling that you put forward every single week that we all get to argue over at the water coolers and across social media. You either believe in the fact that you have one, two, three, four through eight, and if you think the number eight team is suddenly one of the four best teams all of a sudden because of one win, I have a hard time buying that. Jackson, if Alabama wins, is there a scenario in your mind where Georgia still gets in? Uh, there is. Um, and this is my mind, my opinion. Uh, Alabama wins, they're in. I, I think a one-loss SEC championship team and the loss was not in conference. It was two Texas. I think they are in the game. Uh, but I think uh, the elephant in the room when the committee meets is going to be that Florida State quarterback situation. I think they're still able to probably beat Louisville. Uh, this weekend, which leaves them undefeated in the ACC champion. But I think with the lack of the starting quarterback and possibly the lack of the backup quarterback, I don't know that you could put them in the in the playoff. I think that's the key uh, factor when going into the committee. Does, do injuries matter, especially at, at the quarterback position? I'll come right back to this Georgia-Alabama game in just a moment, but I do want to mention the other two 8 p.m. games tomorrow night. You've got number two, Michigan, taking on number 16, Iowa. Uh, I think Michigan probably has the cleanest route into the playoffs this year. I just don't see Iowa being able to score enough to uh, take down Michigan. And then you've got Louisville and Florida State that Jackson just mentioned. Louisville's a 10-2 and team. Florida State at 12-0, and but they're uh, obviously without Jordan Travis for the second week. We'll see how that one plays out in Charlotte. A lot of folks out there say you can't leave out an undefeated Power 5 Conference Championship team, but we'll see how all of that plays out. But back to the Georgia-Alabama situation for just a moment, Jackson. I asked this question online this week. If Alabama was undefeated right now and Georgia had one loss, would we have any doubt about Alabama getting in either way? Uh, Probably not, um, which is unfortunate. But uh, I think if, if the roles were reversed, I think Alabama is in. I don't think this conversation's uh, taking place. Uh, but I think Georgia is one of the best four teams in the country, regardless of the outcome. Uh, Saturday, barring some type of injury, you know, Carson Beck goes down. Something like that happens in the game, then maybe, maybe that's a situation where you could leave Georgia out. But short of that, I, I think Georgia is one of the best four and uh, deserve to be in the game regardless of the outcome. We'll see. It'll all play out tomorrow. There'll be a lot of really big games out there. I think uh, a lot of us will be glued to our TV sets from noon until well deep into the evening. Have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy your college football weekend and go Canes. Go get them tonight in the semifinals. You've been listening to Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF in Cartersville, Georgia. Thanks for listening, everybody. Everybody.